Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. I am Kevin. I, I'm Matt. Matt. I'm going to say it first. Say it first, Matt. I said it first. I'm Matt. Right. He pointed to me and then Matt said, I'm Jack. I'm Jack. No, you're uh, Matt. I'm, I'm Jack. No, I'm Matt. Ah, I'm Jack. I could listen to this all day. All right. Uh, but we have a guest, guys. Act professional. Uh, we have our good friend Brandon Erickson in the house. Hey, Woo! what's up, guys? Hey, Brandon yeah. is a diehard wrestling fan as well. The first time I ever met Brandon, he like we were uh, actually... We, we were doing an audition for an improv show, and he leaned over to me, and he's like, Hey, you like wrestling too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you did this. You're like, God, that's so we creepy. Did the, <laughs> we did the. It wasn't creepy. You were just trying to like make a friend there. It's fine. <laughs> and here we are now. And here we are now in my dining room. <laughs> also, I have I have a case of the sniffles today, so I I apologize. For it's that. fine. Oh no, I forgot a thing. And oh. keep talking. And grab those tissues while you're over there. Yeah. All the right. nice ones with the the with nice the, ones. The lotion in them. Yeah, do they have lotion in them? They better. Oh, see. No, they don't have lotion in no, them. No, those are terrible. These you always feel like they, you blew your nose. It's called facial tissue. You might as well wipe your like I nose on your arm. Literally hey, just Jack, from... can you get me some sandpaper <laughs> while you're over there? Those are perfectly fine. Uh, they're they're great. Thank you, Jack. All right. Uh, so look, I'm not gonna break my bank on the tissues. Hey, you'll break your nose on it though. Yeah, you will. Yeah. One day you're gonna have a cold, and you're gonna be wish you had the lotion kind. And your nose magic. is just gonna be so raw that <laughs> Monday night raw. What? Monday night raw. It's gonna be Monday uh, night raw. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be Monday night raw is war, which is what they used to call it, and they don't anymore for. Good reasons. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> so I invited Brandon on the show, and we are going to talk wrestling and do the same thing we always did. Uh, but I think first we need to address a recent death that happened in the wrestling community. Ah, Superfly. Uh, yeah, Superfly. Jimmy Snooka. Jimmy Superfly Snooka. Uh, he was a wrestler from the '80s. Beat the trial. Okay, so I guess we're going to bring this up. He was on trial for murder. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. Actually, what happened, uh, so he had, th- this murder case occurred, in, and this is the wrong way to give a guy a eulogy, but the, <laughs> the, the murder case we, we happened. Wanna, we we want to uh, acknowledge a death, and it's very sad he was on trial for murder. <laughs> yes. Wait, uh, wait a second. No, hold on. I got it. I know. Okay. What? No, I'm just reading the, like, yes. ruled mentally incompetent. To yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so in 1983, this, this murder occurred while he was on the road uh, with, with this, his girlfriend. Uh, she, what it was ruled ultimately in the eighties was that she fell onto the toilet or fell and hit her head on the toilet in the bathroom. She fell. She fell, and that's what it. That's what they were saying. Now he told his story to the police. They said it checks out everything. They they took him off the trial and still, or they took him off and were like, eh, "We're still kind of seeing what's going on here, but I don't know." So he was, was just like in a hotel room or something. It was in a hotel wrong. room. Okay. He was there. He called the police and everything. So he he did everything right there. So they thought, okay, he he probably didn't do this. Cut to 
many years later, and I'm thinking somewhere around 2010. Yeah, it's like fairly recent. He wrote an autobiography and wrote a different story in the autobiography. Oh, nice. And they reopened the case and recharged him in the summer of 2015. Recharged or charged? Like, well, charged. Yeah, they. he was... Because he seemed like he got off. I think, yeah, okay, so they charged him. I, yeah, you're right. They charged him. Uh, summer of 2015, if you were a wrestling fan from the 80s, was your <laughs> worst summer. <laughs> think about it. All right. You had Dusty Rhodes died. Right. Roddy Roddy Piper right. died. Uh, Hulk Hogan uh, uh, yeah, said some racist stuff. Got pulled from the um, Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then Snookum was real was accused of murder in the eighties. Man, so that all happened in this in one summer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, then, what I just read recently, like they were trying to say, oh, he's he had I think dementia or yeah. something. He had dementia. They they said he was he was uh, ruled unfit to even stand trial, so they threw the case out. Oh wow! And and it was like. It, that happened like three weeks ago. It happened very recently. Maybe and, then he, and he's it, like, I beat like it couple, and died like immediately. I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm out. He let's let's give him a proper. He was he was a legend. He was uh, he inspired many of the superstars we have talked about. Wrestlers that we have talked about on the show. Mick Foley, Mick Foley. was a big one because uh, he had a cage match. You probably know about this yeah. one. He had a cage match where. I watched it today. Uh, the guy actually... Okay, let me tell you my frustration with the cage match, all right? <laughs> okay. There it's are three ways sesh. to win a cage match. There should be one. The one way to win a cage match is you climb over the cage and get out of the cage and win. Okay. That's just one of three ways right. to win. Another way is pinfall. Uh-huh. Or submission, I guess there's four, but uh, pinfall or submission, uh, which is a regular wrestling match. So why why do that? And then uh, the the other way, which is my least favorite, and I hope it is yours too. You can ask the referee to open, open the, the door, door and walk out. <laughs> wait, you can excuse me, sir. Wait, you wait. You can you can you can just be like. Oh, hey, dude in stripes, just open that for me so I can win. And, and they, they open it. They undo the chain, and they open it for you. Yeah, they lock you in, but then they like they undo the chain and then just open it, and you just walk out. And then if both feet touch the ground, steps do not count. Right. But if both feet touch the ground, you win. <laughs> I... Oh, I hate it so. Wait, when did There's this? The, when did this happen? And and like, what? What? Who was the heel that won this for this? So way? this this we're just talking rules in general. Okay, yeah. okay. But uh, this match I was talking about, what Don Morocco was his name? Yeah. Do you have these? Uh, I don't. Okay. Uh, it was Don Morocco versus Snuka, and uh, the way this one went was Don Morocco kept asking the ref to open the door. And then when he thought Snooker was down, uh, uh, he says, open the door. The door opens, and Snooker comes running across and, like, either punches him or kicks him or something. Don Morocco falls out of the cage and wins. <laughs> and Snooker... Um, excuse me. 
I believe his back touched the floor. His feet touched the floor as well. But his every, heels, his heels yeah. touched the floor. Everything touched. Everything touched. <laughs> but then, but then you have Snooka get so mad that, and he's the good guy in this yeah. situation. Throws Morocco back into the cage, <laughs> suplexes him. the The match is already done. <laughs> suplexes him, and then climbs to the top of the cage, and he is the first one to do this. Top of the cage, and then jump onto, uh, jump on to him while laying on the ground. And he was the first one to do it. It inspired Big Foley. Uh, Inspire, uh, Chris Jericho did the same thing a couple years ago, but from a much higher cage, I should yeah. say. Uh, which I like so Chris Jericho. Was this, was this totally like they scripted this whole thing out, or was this well, like yeah, one of those? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, legitimately, was it one of those things where he's just like he accidentally fell? Or like, like, like it was a it was an accident, and he went through the door, and you know, no, and like, like, you're like, like, what was like, what were I the mean, circumstances? Stuff like that has happened. Oh, yeah, it ha- like it happens yeah. all the time. Like, I mean, you can't control momentum sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've heard of things happening like that. Uh, like. There was a Royal Rumble where uh, uh, Steve Austin was supposed to be... He wasn't supposed to win, but he was supposed to be, like, the second guy left in the ring. And uh, he was fighting, I think, some... I forgot who it was, but he he said the guy was so sweaty that he tried doing the thing where he jumps over the ropes and then catches the rope, and he said he was dealing with this guy the guy was so sweaty that his hand just slipped off the rope and he (laughs) fell down and he was nowhere near the second left and he just had to give like a look to to some of the wrestlers that were supposed to be left in there like I'm out yeah. like there's well, nothing I can do now well Cena Batista ended that way too yeah. and was that 2006 yeah yeah we let's just transfer into that right yeah. now because <laughs> something right. rumble Cena season, Batista so. but re- yeah re- rest in peace uh, <laughs> but, but, but Superfly you're a good guy you're a good guy <laughs> he's a good guy he was it he was in he was part of the main event of Wrestlemania 1 uh, you know you can't knock that he he was a good guy he's yeah. related to every Samoan wrestler there is including The Rock he's, he uh, was like an uncle or something or like who, what was the family trees yeah I don't even know if they're like real, real relatives. Everyone's a cousin real, of the Rock. Real now. Like, <laughs> every every Simone wrestler except for Samoa Joe, <laughs> and that's true. Yeah, uh, is our kind of relate wrestler in the WWE? I should say, uh, we're all related in some like marriage, cousins, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, Superfly's uh, daughter is in the WWE right now, Tamina. Tamina. And then, uh, and you noticed, you noticed when the murder charge came up, she went from being she, called Tamina Suka to, to be called Tamina. Tamina, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Deuce from Deuce and Domino. I don't know. And then he became Sim Snuka for a brief period with oh, Legacy. Yeah. yeah, there. Uh, but rest in peace. He was yeah. he was a very <laughs> good wrestler. Rest in peace. Uh, but you we weren't gonna we were gonna talk about this one. In heaven. <laughs> May your soul be forever Sing in it. peace, even though you may have killed someone. All right, that's done. I liked nice. it. Oh, I nice. cried a little. I did too. In peed. I, I want to give another inside scoop on this yeah. podcast. I I don't know if you've noticed, but whenever I don't talk for a while, I just come out of the gate singing. That's I didn't know that was fair. a thing. It is now. <laughs> no, like re-listen to the podcast. Not, You're like Jack sings a lot after he doesn't talk very lot. 
very you a lot. You, you don't very talk very loud. This is lot. why we don't let him talk. <laughs> we don't talk very lot. Okay. Um. So, uh, Royal yeah. Rumble is coming up actually, and uh, and you guys are gonna watch it with me. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Is that when is that? It's. Yeah. I thought it was this Sunday. It's not. Okay. It's the next. It's next so Sunday. Tw- like twenty eighth or something. Yeah. Yeah. Are we still doing? Right. Are we still doing it at some random dude's house? Is that the, the we deal? might? It might be a Brandon's house now. Oh, okay. Actually. Yeah. Might, oh, yeah. All right. So I don't You're know. Up. I I gotta ask. I, I wanna, <laughs> a friend of mine asked first, over. and then you asked, and then are you having mm-hmm. people over? Or if people want to come, come over. Oh, it's just you want to come watch Royal Rumble with me. I could invite you to the random dude's <laughs> house too. Like it. Like, I don't care. Let me just invite it. people to your house, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Uh, can I invite six other friends? Yeah. Wait, you got room for sound equipment, huh? Uh, you got I, a nice table? I marked plus six on my invite. Uh, <laughs> I hope you have uh, three chickens, two beefs, and a vegetarian option. Yeah. Yes. It's no well one's catered. really vegetarian, but we just want it there. We <laughs> want the option. If you decide that day, I knows. just want your coffee. I don't give. A, I don't care about anything else. That, the, that's the one thing that we've got in common. Your coffee, coffee. fanatics. <laughs> okay. All right. You got to see the setup. It's dope. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the table. I saw the table. He carries around a picture of his table. His coffee table. Like, like not. I don't mean coffee table as in it's a coffee table. It's like a. It's my it's lab. A, it's a carriage. Okay. Like I want to see it's this. Got, it's got uh-huh. magic tubes. Like, like, yeah. So he's, he's unlocking me, it. Now. Okay, we're gonna do a quick Royal Rumble story, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, like he just get said. The, yeah. Let's get away from. There, there was a Royal just Rumble making plans on the yeah. podcast. No, yeah. no. Listen, I'm gonna share. Let me just read my calendar to you. <laughs> just a moment. I gotta hook it. What you got going on Wednesday? Google Calendar. Oh no, calendar.google.com. He's actually there. We go. This out. Okay, so let me see. Yeah, on, we got on, on Sunday or Wednesday. When, what is this? What was the date? Let me. It, it was. It was really, okay, no, I'm not letting this happen. No, let, uh, I'm gonna take a walk at around 2 p.m. Oh wait, that's on uh, there. So yeah, yeah it's, it's actually on. But no, it is actually on his calendar yeah. for Sunday, the have, 29th. I'm take a, a walk, walk at around two. Take a walk around two. Okay. Anyway, You've got some yeah. improv stuff in the I evening. Some, yeah, I got, I've got Burnside. I, yeah, yeah, we're we're on. I was gonna say I know that. Guess what? I don't have that on my Google Calendar. Well, because Google does all of my improv you, stuff you on my Google Calendar. Organized. Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, Royal Rumble. When was this? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. It's a big year. Uh, uh, you want to explain what happened? Or yeah, sure. What, what are you saying? Was this was this against Cena? It, well, at towards the end, it was Cena and Batista. Okay. So basically, uh, to catch up, the premise of the Royal Rumble uh, for many years has been the winner of the Royal Rumble goes on to main event WrestleMania uh, and challenge for the title. Um, This particular year was kind of like the year where they were going to make their two new stars, uh, those stars being John Cena and Batista. Um, So each of them, one was on Raw and one was on SmackDown. Yeah. And uh, the plan was like they were going to be the final two. One of them was going to get eliminated. Uh, Cena was supposed to get eliminated. Um, however, uh, when Batista went to throw him up, the momentum carried him, and they both fell and hit the ground at the same time. <laughs> so um, uh, now this is the part that I get a little fuzzy. Oh, on. I know, like, I know what happened. This well, part. yeah. Like, because they play it off, like, really, like, you can't tell if it's a work or if it's, like, actually supposed to happen. 
because the refs are like one's way raising Cena's hand, the other's uh, way raising Batista's hand, and then um, all of a sudden out comes Vince McMahon, like throws his jacket down the aisle, and like <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah, <laughs> like apparently he's having a meltdown backstage because things didn't go as planned. Um, so. Vince rolls into the ring, <laughs> goes right up, goes to stand up, and he can't stand up. Vince has torn not just one; he tore both both quads by diving into the ring. So he can't that stand up. This is the funniest this fucking is, thing. This is amazing. This is just like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm literally that, w- watching the levels. His laugh is showing up in everybody's. <laughs> Your neighbor just like knocked on the floor. Okay, I'm sorry. It's, sorry, neighbor. So he can't stand up. He's just laying there against the ropes. He's leaning against the ropes. It's so great. And so and no one understands what's going on. Like, you guys fucked up. Oh, I fucked up. You fucked up. I fucked up. You, you, it's my fuck up. It's your fuck up. He just like, his quads just like rage quit on him. Like hardcore. And so he ends up telling them from the ground to restart the match with restart the final the two. Restart the damn match. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, uh, from here on out also, I'm referring to Vince McMahon as good idea McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he He's got great taste. Great ideas, McMahon. A real modern sense of humor. (laughs) So they restart the match. Batista gets the win and goes on to challenge Triple H for the title. Uh, Meanwhile, Vince McMahon is left incapacitated. Just pooping himself in the corner. Like, what did they do with him? They just had to wheel him out, or did he just like stay in the? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I hope he just like stayed in like the corner. It's no one some... touched me. I'm in pain. <laughs> the, the best part is this is not like so, like Triple H like famously twice tore his quads, like actually doing something. Right. But then there's this other wrestler, Kevin Nash, who pretty much did the same thing that Vince McMahon did, like took a step and just like collapsed to the <sighs> ground, like in a match. So like there's like the famous like Kevin Nash jokes of, you know, how he, how easily he gets injured. So here's here's Triple do- H is was weird if you ever look that injury up like you can see you see his quad rip and then just roll roll up inside him see the reason why i find this so funny is i've had a tear (laughs) like it wasn't that bad but i've had a tear like Mm, where i've been like oh (laughs) so I, i can i'm sympathizing and also really enjoying the fact that like he just Flipped out yeah. <laughs> and hurt himself yeah. so bad. Oh, uh, my God. That's awesome. So that's pretty yeah. much all there is to that, that That's one. all that one. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit well, more then, about Did they just redo the match? Yeah, they, and then it not just, the yeah. whole match, but they just redid well, the, the final, final sequence. Two. Yeah. The, the, uh, they're like, here, let's finish this ballet and move on. Yeah. Uh, and I think Batista won. Yeah, Batista yeah. won. Was he set up to like? Yeah, he was yeah. in the he first place. To, yeah, I just feel like at that point you just pull a football and go. Oh, we're gonna review the tape, and then you're Vince, like man, whatever you say goes. Honestly, he would have, he would have lost. Oh really? I think, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think, but yeah, is I, it? I mean, that, the, like he hit the ground a little bit sooner than I think Cena? so. 
But the, yeah. the whole thing, like the whole, the importance of Batista winning was because you got to choose which title you uh, challenged for. And he was going to, the big thing was he was going to challenge Triple H, who he was aligned with. So they like had to go that way for him to choose that. And Cena still got to challenge for the yeah. other belt. It was a whole, yeah. yeah, that was like the year of their, that started their, their reign. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let, let's move. <laughs> let's move on to more Vince McMahon. Why not? Good uh, idea, McMahon. Uh, good idea, McMahon. Uh, and actually, this involves. I smell money. This involves the Undertaker oh. and the corporate ministry. The corporate <laughs> ministry. Yes. I feel like I've heard like allusions to this. We, you have. Um. So, uh, uh, I don't know if you got a lot of stuff on there. We can. Kind of tag team uh, this, yeah, but I'm flying from uh, from memory on that one. Okay, yeah. So uh, uh, I watched the episode in question, but there's I'm gonna try to truncate this as much as possible because with the ministry and the corporate ministry, there is a lot yeah. going on here. But uh, basically, they're in a feud with McMahon, uh, Undertaker at uh, at this show called Backlash. Uh, he was fighting Ken Shamrock, who uh, Ken Shamrock is oh, at, was actually a UFC fighter. Yeah. Thing, I think he still does Bellator, and he's like 60. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, but... He wasn't, he wasn't a super interesting character. Like, they brought... I mean, they brought him in, and he was tough. I mean, yeah. there was no doubt that he was tough. But, yeah. like... Because that was about the time that I was still watching. Yeah. And they, they he just wasn't super interesting. He didn't seem like they really found a niche for him, other than, like, he's a... Like really fights people. He had like he, some like, good feuds with like Owen Hart and stuff. He would just be crazy though. Yeah, like he that was yeah, his that was... whole thing. He was just a loose wire and he was crazy. Like I even remember seeing a Royal Rumble where he just jumped over the ropes to attack someone, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> you're you're out now." Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, can't I... do. <laughs> I'm, I don't care. I don't yeah, care. It was worth that, it. That's I... kind of it. That's yeah. kind of what he yeah. said. Like. <laughs> So he, his whole thing was he was just kind of this crazy loose cannon guy, and I I did like yeah. Shamrock. Uh, he uh, he had him in an ankle lock. Uh, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> uh, he had him in an ankle lock. Uh, his plan backfired, and Shamrock was attacked by uh, one of the corporate ministry members, which is John Bradshaw Layfield. I think he was just Bradshaw at the time. He had a lot of names. So yeah. what is like I guess the corporate ministry in general it, it, it was, was like it just a faction it was a what? faction yeah so it like it was the joining of two factions so undertaker had his ministry of darkness and then mcmahon's had like the corporation and then like at, eventually they joined forces well it's a little soon uh because he was in a feud with mcmahon uh it was bradshaw at the time and uh uh ron simmons <laughs> who i love and I think that was – I don't think the brood was with them just quite yet. But because uh, here's what happened. The Undertaker uh, then, like, disappears and gets into Stephanie McMahon's limo and kidnaps her and yeah. drives <laughs> off with her. Nothing good ever happens to McMahon's in limos. Yes. <laughs> no. It's true. Uh, it's I think true. this is why we don't have limos anymore. It's <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that's why we got a ri- yep. rid of limos. That's yes, you're right. That's a, they're <laughs> like, you know what? Blowing up in limos, Those they get stolen from their limos. People are getting no more kidnapped. Limos. Yeah, no more limos. Let's get rid. So he drives off with her screaming, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that's the end of backlash. That's how it ends with a kidnapping, which is how it should end. Yeah. Um. So. So then the next night, uh, they're very they're very worried about what's what's happening. Like McMahon's in the locker room with another guy and they're like waiting for a call from the Undertaker and finally the Undertaker calls and says says, uh, All right, I wanna fight with Austin, who is the champion at the time. He goes, I wanna fight with Austin or else you're not gonna see your little girl again or something like that. <laughs> and, or, or something bad's gonna happen. And he's like I can't I can't talk to Austin and he's like he goes, Austin I can't make him do it. He goes, You know the rules. And so basically he talks with Austin and Austin basically sums up with Hey, I know you got problems, but I got problems of my own. Basically, yeah. I got 99 problems, but your bitch ain't one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's essentially, yeah. Essentially. Before that was a thing, that's kind of what he was saying. And so he was just like, yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't doing that. Uh, so then so she then shows up. back on the phone like, he said no. Can I have a daughter? He, I'll give you, I'll give you, I don't know, a hand? A hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I keep, I keep, just, I just have them around just in case. You can call it my daughter. So. <laughs> I don't know why that's the voice I gave McMahon. That's not know. a good voice. I don't know. Ah. I'm Vince McMahon. Ah. I'm Vince McMahon. Let's <laughs> tickle me. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise I'm me. I'm Vince yeah. McMahon. Love me and touch me inappropriately. <laughs> Sorry. So let's get let's idea, get back McMahon. on the weirdness that's about to happen. Yeah. So they they come in they come back in uh, the limo, show up to Raw, and they they then uh, start bringing out Stephanie Man tied to a cross. Yeah. Uh, now it's a weird looking cross. It's, it, yeah, it's the Undertaker symbol. Yeah, but it's it, still a cross. It looks like a T, but then in the middle is an X. Okay. And so she's tied to it, screaming, while the Undertaker and uh, and the corporate ministry, which is uh, what becomes the APA and uh, Viscera. Yeah. Viscera comes out. V. Who's this big, huge guy? Uh, he comes out and uh, they and Paul Bear as well. Mm-hmm. They put her, they lean her on the ropes, and they start to marry her to the Undertaker <laughs> <laughs> in, in what has been now called the Black Wedding. Uh, A lot of weddings for Stephanie McMahon. You know what? I think I think maybe one of these episodes we can just do all weddings and all I, weddings. We've, all, we've already covered. This is the second. Yeah. 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 But uh, to be fair, the first one didn't. None of them. None fair. of them finished. Except for Macho Man and, and yeah, Elizabeth. That, that one happened. Back in the day, you know. That one happened. But that yeah, that was the good one. With happened. only a minor snake interruption. <laughs> it went okay. It was there was a snake. <laughs> for, for a wrestling wedding, it was like a Best B case plus. scenario. Yeah. yeah. Best case scenario. Uh so 
So uh, they they then like, start the ceremony. You're not going to have a wedding without snakes. They then start. Was it, was it officially Jake the Snake who came it was, out with that? It was yeah, Jake yeah, the yeah. Snake. It was Jake. Uh, so uh, the black wedding starts to happen. She's screaming, uh, and his whole thing is in, he in, would in 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 happiness. She's no. she's screaming in she's, elation. She's screaming with excitement. She's oh, she's, oh, oh it's I'm my getting wedding day. married my, against my will. My oh. handsome groom, the Undertaker. Oh. <laughs> so the whole the whole reason he's doing this is because he he thinks he will then. Since it's Stephanie McMahon, he'll take control over all of the WWE. Uh, yes. Um, does he not know how the line of succession works? I think he does. Ever? I think he marries her, kills the old man. There well, you go. I mean, yeah, he has to. This, this is some. This is, this guess, is some medieval shit right here. I guess this is step one. If in he's the gonna process. force marry her, I think he'll figure out a way to take control. Yeah. I guess. I guess it is step one in the. But I feel like. Just kill Vince first, because mm. really, why not? And then <laughs> force marry her. You can't, because he's the patriarch. Um, you always have to turn the ladies into victims um, first. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. I forget yeah. how like little uh, ladies get to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was this was back before the divas, so they had yeah. they had nothing. They couldn't fight for they, themselves. They could yet. just scream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they're almost done with the ceremony, and Paul Bearer's throwing in weird shit like, "You will have his babies," and like, and she's <laughs> Can just, she just saying, no! "I don't." Uh, they were they, all of his they weren't really dates. asking that question. <laughs> they, I don't think they asked that question in there. And then they go, "I now pronounce you." It man and wife in this unholy union and uh and right well when when they are going throughout the ceremony uh Ken Shamrock comes out there and easily gets beaten by uh Bradshaw yeah. then uh someone else comes out then uh it's Big Show comes out Viscera takes care of him mm-hmm. and then right when they finish the ceremony. You hear Steve Austin's glass break, and Blazing. he comes running down. Blows up. But yeah, yeah, comes running down, gets winded. No, he... <laughs> he, he, he comes starts, running down. Has to take a break halfway. Comes, comes running down. He, he starts... Breaks tears his, his quads. <laughs> no. Oh. He, here's the thing. Fuck you, Bran. I was just... That joke was on the tip of my tongue. Here's the thing, and I think this was definitely during that time... Towards the end, there, uh, he was wearing two ankle braces while he yeah. wrestled. So yeah, and it, like and like yeah, it's like knee neck, braces like, didn't and yeah. Or, I'm sorry, knee braces, knee braces, not ankle yeah, yeah, braces. Yeah. Knee braces. Well, didn't he like like I mean, he, he one time didn't he have to have like a back surgery, a neck His, surgery, yeah, neck surgery. He basically, and, like worked through a terrible neck injury yeah. until like it. His uh, he like couldn't wrestle. Anymore. Owen Hart dropped him on his head during a pile driver, and so the pile driver was actually a real pile driver. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just landed right on his neck, and yeah, it was bad. He, yeah, and still finished the match and like gave him like the weakest roll up. Finish ever. finish the match in the weakest way possible, but you just see Steve Austin just yelling, Fuck you, stay down like <laughs> <laughs> Just stay the fuck down. <laughs> but uh 
And and from what I heard in that same match, he won the Intercontinental Belt and yeah. was backstage with an injured neck and just looked at Vince McMahon and he goes, I'm keeping this fucking belt. <laughs> and, and he still has it to this day. <laughs> like, they normally don't let him actually keep the belt, but like Vince knew, he's like, all right, I got to order right. a new belt. Yeah. <laughs> You did. You did break your. You break yeah. your neck. So yeah, and fair. It. Like, yeah, was fair. Like... So, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it's yours now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's yours, yours now. <laughs> or, or what Just if he was like? What if he was like? No, that's thirty five dollars in leather and metal. All right, I'm not. Oh, I'm it's not a lot more than that. Yeah. Way more. <laughs> you, no. So. Uh, so yeah, uh, Steve Austin comes in, starts. Starts fighting everyone, fights the Undertaker, and then everyone rolls out of the ring. Vincent, uh, Stephanie, he unties Stephanie and she hugs him. You're my hero, all that stuff. Then they just kind of, just kind of goes to black, <laughs> and uh, that that's the end of well, the episode. There's like the big like hug, like Vince hugging yeah. Stephanie, and then like just giving the gentle nod, thank you to Austin, you. which was like huge because they're mortal enemies. So it's like the first time that they're ever like that. Austin never did anything for McMahon yeah. directly. Uh, the corp- the next day, the corporate ministry on SmackDown, the corporate ministry became a thing when they joined up with Shane McMahon, her brother, which is like, well, he's no longer kidnapped my sister. I guess, I guess let's join forces. <laughs> and then things, other things was happened this, that was at that, another was that time. The, was that the start of the move for Shane McMahon trying to take over the when did that start happening? Was that like a long way down the road after that? Uh, that was a couple more years. Is that a couple more years? Yeah, you're you're thinking of like when WCW got bought out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, that was still like three, two or three more years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, the, when did when did Shane start getting into the storylines? Oh man, that was about the time. It was about the like time, ninety eight, ninety nine, probably yeah. ninety nine. Um. Yeah, he had Shane some, was good. Yeah, dude, he had some nasty matches when oh, he took yeah. that fall at SummerSlam against Steve Blackman. Yeah, look up any of Shane's matches. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, they were awesome. <laughs> so, what does he do now? Is he is he still he, involved? Or yeah, he, he's uh, on SmackDown. I don't. He I runs don't. The show. Listen, I'm just in this podcast. I try really hard not to pay attention to wrestling now. No, <laughs> I. That's not true. No, yes. but he actually I've been, just I've came been back. Watching, I've been watching Raw, but uh, he actually just bit. came back in 2016. Okay, like he had a match against the Undertaker in 2016, uh, where he jumped off a, a Hell in a Cell cage onto a table and missed. Oh, <laughs> he hit the table. On, it was on purpose, but uh, he he missed the Undertaker. But yeah. And he's like not a spring chicken either anymore. No, he's, how old is he? Like 45, no, at least. At least in his forties, without a doubt. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Shane. Now you had something you wanted to talk Ooh. about, and I, I will say, okay, I'll admit, I didn't watch WCW much back in the day. I've seen some bits and pieces here, and I know a, a little bit about this. And I'll add oh. my my two cents in here. Uh, were you a WCW fan? I was. That was how I got back into wrestling. Okay. So, like, I started, like, I watched wrestling when I was really little, and it was, like, Hogan in the WWF. And then, mm-hmm. like, like 97, 98, I started getting into it again when, like, the NWO was hot. Okay. This this pre this is this a is little predates bit. predates it. Yeah. Predates it a little bit. So, I didn't watch it too much around then. But. Ooh, I've been uh, having some fun watching these old nitros. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the one you made me watch was was pretty interesting. <laughs> so uh, but, yeah, go ahead and explain what it is. Okay, so uh, 
is it 90, 94 or 95 when uh, um, WCW is like picking up steam and they start shelling out big money. Um, and the big thing was they brought Hogan in. Uh, so they brought like WWF's guy. Who so, clearly looks like he just got off of steroids. Yes. He much looks, skinnier Hulk Hogan. Much yeah. skinnier Hulk Hogan. Still claims he has the biggest arms in the world, yeah. but a much skinnier Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, and so they bring him into WCW and people aren't, aren't feeling it anymore. Like they, people are booing, booing him. Like his shtick has gotten old and tired. Um, so there's this guy, Kevin Sullivan, who is the head booker of WCW. And he's like, well, I need a way to make Hogan. Hogan's used to fighting cartoon characters. So I need to, uh, create a group of people for Hogan to fight. And this way people cheer him. Well, that group of people is called the Dungeon of Doom. Uh, it is a stable uh, can, that is led by a guy called the Master. Uh, he is a... Already love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Master recruits Kevin Sullivan uh, as the Taskmaster. Uh, yes. He drinks a potion that uh, I believe is the power of Hulkamania. Um, <laughs> and... The, this feels like a Saturday morning yeah, cartoon. It, is. it very it, much is. And if you watch the, the <laughs> skits. Still it and, pow- and, and, and drink it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Skeletor says, you come to my <laughs> side now. <laughs> so they have a whole bunch of guys in the Dungeon of Doom. There's guys like Kamala, who's like the, the Ugandan giant. Can, uh, we, can we take a, a side yeah. step for Kamala? Because I've heard his origin stories. Yes. <laughs> um. It was Jerry the King Lawler. I think I might I might have talked about this. On yeah, here. It was in Memphis. Did I talk about this? He walked into uh, Memphis wrestling, and this guy, this big guy, said, "Hey, my name's Sugar Bear Harris." And he goes, "I think I could be a wrestler." And he's, for some reason, Jerry the King Lawler was like, looked at him, and he was like, "You remind me of this painting." And it was this painting of these cannibals. <laughs> and and like they hey, said, "Hey, uh, you remind me of a painting." Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's one where there's just a bunch of dead people. You remind me of a bunch of dead people. No, he, no, he was the guy eating the dead people. No, I mean yeah. this is uh, this is me being someone else saying you remind me of a painting and it's an awful thing. No, wait a second, <laughs> exclaim, uh, please yeah, explain this, this is, bit a little bit more. This bit please. makes no sense. Just, just no, just go ahead and explain it a little bit hey, more. You remind. <laughs> let me give you another example. Okay, you remind okay. me of <laughs> a please. table. Hey, please you, do. <laughs> you, you remind me of a painting. It's. It's a whole uh, fiery city on fire, and then there's like a cock coming out of the sky. <laughs> okay, okay. All I right. want to see the painting, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay, all link right. included in this week's but description could you ex- of the episode. Could you explain what you're doing? Okay, with, let me give this... you like another example. Okay, well, uh, I need. An I'm getting back on track. I, get, I need an no, explanation. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting back on all track. All right. So, so he was like, "Hey, you he's like, here's me of a painting of a shut? bunch of idiots." <laughs> Shut your fucking face. <laughs> All right. So so here's here's what happened. He go he is like, you remind me of this painting, and he starts painting hey, his you face. Right God damn it, Jack. <laughs> that was magical. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it, Jack. <laughs> uh. Paints his face, 
And then they, they, and he's like, okay, we're going to shoot these things. And he didn't teach him one move, one wrestling move at all. And he's like, he goes, you're going to be a, a cannibal. And at the time, uh, who was that? Who was that? Uh, uh, the Ugandan president that they thought might have been a cannibal. Does anyone know this? Oh no! no but that sounds really familiar. I mean, cannibal e- Larry. Idi Amin? Is that a Idi Look that up. Anyway, uh, Ugandan this president been... that was a cannibal. Like he <laughs> wasn't really what... a cannibal, but that when they asked Matt him if he was in. a cannibal, he kind of didn't say Ida no. Amin. Idi Amin. Yeah. Idi Amin. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't really say no. Like when they're like, "Are you a cannibal?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> like, uh, how can I keep track of? He those murdered five hundred thousand Ugandans. Yeah, so he was oh, bad. He so was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so so they're like, Look, between so all that was the in killing the news, I do, let me maybe get through this. Jack, 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 come on, man, show some self restraint. This is, we're in a side bit of a side bit. We gotta right. stay on task. We got monster trucks ahead, and I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, he is not. We gotta get to the monster trucks. That's a, okay. Yeah, I, I like monster trucks. Uh, basically, what happened was he was just like, uh, he goes, okay, th- this is in the news because Idi Amin is this, and he was like, uh, let, let, do we know anything about about Uganda? And they looked up like a map of Uganda and saw one of the cities was Kamala. And they're like, that's your name, Kamala. And he said, you don't have to learn one thing. Just go in there and start pushing and biting people. <laughs> and he did. Look, there's a whole and that there's was a whole, whole country thing. with a rich history and and of a. a, a, a very shitty stuff going on right now. You don't gotta know none of uh-huh. it. No, just, We're not gonna accurately represent it at all. Try to chew off someone's finger. Just if you could do that. That's really where the money's at. Oh, in this we match. missed it. We should have called you Edie Amini. Oh. oh, that was oh. a good one. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. continue so, with yours. Kamala, there's also a guy uh, named The Shark who used to be Earthquake. Um, oh, that was... Okay. He got an upgrade. Um... Well, he also had a tat. He used to have a tattoo of a tiger, but he was really into his gimmick, so he got it changed to a shark. It was a tramp stamp, wasn't it? <laughs> he should have. <laughs> yes, he should have just a put, tramp stamp. He should have a tiger. He should have just got fins put on the tiger, and it's like it's a tiger shark. <laughs> it's a but tiger yeah, shark. it's so it's all these ridiculous characters. But the one like like mainstay that come out of the Dungeon of Doom was uh, the giant, who is known as the Big Show. Um, so this was his first dip into the business. Um, so they do these vignettes that are like a bad Saturday morning cartoon. One of which where Hogan gets transported to the Dungeon of Doom. Uh, and <laughs> I think this uh, is my favorite part. This is the most amazing clip in the history of just any anything that's filmed. It's incredible. Hogan uh, like is laying on the ground. He's like, where am I? There's no Hulkamaniacs here. <laughs> Which I love because he just assumes there needs to be Hulkamaniacs yeah. wherever he's just, just everywhere. Just everywhere. Just, and he screams. And he can, he can feel yeah, that they're not yeah. there. Like, he just knows. He, can, he screams, <laughs> I've never been here before. You know, like you say anytime that you're in a place where you haven't been before. Yeah. There's a I mean, that's what you did when you walked into my house for the first time Jack, today. Jack, I've never been here before. <laughs> I don't feel any Hulkamaniacs. There's not any Brandomaniacs here. We're not here. <laughs> what? <laughs> So then there's like this fountain that's there. 
that's dripping water, and Hogan sticks his hand under it. And he's like, "Rah!" He's like, "It's not hot." <laughs> it makes wow. no sense. That's, okay, that's room temperature water. I'm, yeah. <laughs> it's not hot. It's not hot. We don't know if it's cold. Everyone knows. We don't knows. know if it's lukewarm. We just know it's not hot. It's, but it hurt him. Everyone <laughs> knows that he needs piping hot water. And Hulkamaniacs at all time, or he will slowly die. I think he's just—I think he's just trying to figure out his surroundings by process of elimination. Yes, it's not hot. I'm not near an active I've volcano. I've never been here yeah. before. I've never been. This is an hot spring. It's That's a rock. <laughs> I've never been here before, so we can rule out this being in the United States. <laughs> So, uh, there's no Hulkamaniacs. So, so it's probably somewhere that doesn't have a TV. So out of the, <laughs> there's writing on the wall and then bursting out of the wall comes the giant who claims to be the son of Andre the giant, uh, coming to avenge his father for beating him at WrestleMania three. Uh, <laughs> which could they use? First off, Andre's dead at this point. Yes. Yeah, he's right? dead okay. at this point. And uh, was that 92? Yeah, yeah, he died around 91, 92, Okay, so he's he's dead at this point. They're also using another company's storyline yeah. as the jump off yeah. of this, which is just so weird and yeah, wrong to me. it's real shady. Uh, the best part is, like, when they introduce him, like, the giant, he takes his shirt off. Like, he takes this shirt off that kind of looks like the shirt from The Princess Bride, and he oh. throws it at Hogan. He's like, you recognize this shirt? And that's... Of course, who doesn't recognize that white shirt that you have on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so uh, they keep torturing Hulk. They want to turn Hulk evil. Uh, and uh, Hulk is doing an interview where he pulls up on a motorcycle. Um, and all of his adoring Hulkamaniacs are behind him just cheering like drones. There's Hulkamaniacs <laughs> here now. Yeah, he knows where he is. The water's <laughs> hot. <laughs> I'm home. And then, oh. and then out of nowhere comes this monster truck that the giant is driving that drives over Hogan's uh, motorcycle. Oh. Uh, so what do you do when someone drives over your motorcycle with a monster truck? You say, I have to build my own monster truck that's bigger and more powerful. And we're going to attach them together and have a sumo fight with them. This a is, monster truck sumo yes. fight. This is so glorious. And I also, it, I don't know if we can look this up, but I, I, I thought for a while back then, I I never really watched monster trucks too much. There was definitely a Hogan monster truck. definitely a Hogan. Monster trucks were like sing. huge in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could oh, swear I had so many that. dumbass posters of monster trucks. It <laughs> yeah. was like they just... It's like Bigfoot. My friend in college like it slowly revealed this. He's like... Because I was talking about some sort of monster truck thing I went to one time and he's like... Yeah, my, my, my dad drives monster trucks. I'm like... Oh no shit! Like which like locally, which one is like a uh, Bigfoot? I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> he, he not only was he the original driver for Bigfoot, he was the like inventor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he worked on the very first monster truck ever. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? He's like, I don't really like to talk about it. <laughs> and this is the only reason people like me. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the giant eventually like breaks uh, Hogan's neck. Hogan's in a neck brace, but he's like, "This isn't gonna stop me." And then he gets attacked in the crowd um, by an old lady and a cane. So we think, 
Uh, it's actually uh, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, uh. who threw uh, powder in his face. And now um, they, the Dungeon of Doom takes Hogan in the ring, beats him up, shaves his mustache. Oh. Yeah. The ultimate insult. He loses his powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He has a backup they... mustache to stick on, right? <laughs> No or joke. he just drinks a bunch of spinach and it grows it back. <laughs> like a creepy uncle. He, uh... No. <laughs> when you shave Hogan's mustache, he starts wearing black and turns yeah. evil. Because now you've tapped into the evil that is Hulk Hogan. He comes out next week, the next week and says that you might as well have burned the flag Whoa. or put graffiti on the Washington Monument. When what? you shaved my mustache off. <laughs> what? You crossed the line. Oh. So all this is building up to this monster truck fight. Uh, but the Dungeon of Doom is not done yet. They have one last insurance policy that they tease on the Nitro before Halloween Havoc. And it's this iceberg. The Master comes out and gives this big... Uh, introduction for this chunk of ice that uh, uh, houses the Yeti. Yes. We don't know who or what the Yeti is, but at the end of Nitro, we just see something burst out of the iceberg, and then they go off the air. So Halloween Havoc comes, and it's in Detroit, Michigan. They're at the Joe Louis Arena, and on the um, they hold the monster truck race on the top of Cobo Hall. I watched all of this today. I, I, I wa- okay, so I did watch this today, and the monster truck is glorious. <laughs> it's and like, boring. It's so boring. <laughs> it's like it felt like it was like five minutes, like just them going back How, and forth trying to push each other it out. Felt of, it felt longer. It felt real long. Uh, Hogan wins, of course. Um, Giant gets out of his monster truck and like is going for Hogan. They're on top of Kobo Hall, and uh, he tries to choke out Hogan, and then Hogan fights him off, and then he does one of those cartoon flips where he's waving his arms off the top of the building, the giant, and the giant falls off the top of Kobo Hall. Now, here's my favorite part of this. <laughs> so he falls off the top of the hall, and then it cuts back to the, like, and H- Hogan... They're just- like they acted like there well, is a real death. Hogan, Hogan goes, oh, I need help. I need help. Oh, oh no. And so he goes, run for help. They cut back to the common commentators, uh, uh, which Eric Bischoff is one of them. They're like, yeah. we just murdered a dude. Yeah. No. Well, like, here's, here's my favorite part. Like Bischoff's like on the phone. He's like, is everything all right? Like, uh, I'm trying to get. Like he goes, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get contacts up there. He goes, we'll, we'll figure out what's going on. And they're acting like something really just happened. And uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan goes, well, did he, did he fall off the parking lot side or the river side? <laughs> or he goes, which side was it? He goes, one side's river, one side's parking lot. Does it matter? And I argue that it does. <laughs> it, I, yeah, it does, it does from <laughs> Hulk's perspective because Hulk watched him fall. Yeah, but at the same time, like. <laughs> You can survive falling into a river a little bit oh, more from than... From that height, though, the Jeez will the yeah. get you. How, how high was it? Not when you're the, the, the Giants. The a big arena. Like... But they did, like, weirdly... It, I think he did land in the water, because right after, they weirdly just showed the water. Like, like Yeah. Like, just a real half-ass shot of water. Yeah, a half-ass shot of water. But and so, here's But I just, know. like, he goes, river's on one side, parking lot's on another. Does it matter? It's like... 
A little bit. A little but, bit. But <laughs> here's the thing. Like, no arena butts up directly to water. So no. either way, he's hitting pavement. Yeah. But <laughs> no, as he'll 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 float like a squirrel. He'll 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 on open, pavement. It, he'll no he'll he'll open up his, oh, his oh, big white yeah. shirt <laughs> from his from his dad. <laughs> he'll just he'll just glide. Dad, your shirt. Yeah, he'll just glide right into the water. Son, use your shirt. Yeah, use your shirt. To you recognize this shirt? <laughs> so we have. There's one more match in between this. It's only about twenty minutes. So. Assume best case scenario, the giant falls into the Detroit River and gets out. Uh, he's able to dry off because he comes to the comes to the ring. Just no explanation. Looking looking good. <laughs> fine, just fine. Also had time to change into his ring attire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Hogan. Yeah. Is wearing all black now. Yeah. A black do rag. Oh, he's because, gone, he's is he gone full evil? Because he's he's, he's given now, into he's, the dark side. He's now murdered he's someone. He's given into the dark side for the sake of the Hulkamaniacs who are saying their prayers and eating their vitamins. He has to defend that. And so he has to tap into his evil to do it. So oh. Kevin Sullivan's a dude with that makeup up there? Yeah. Okay, he's so. got devil horn like black makeup and then two lightning bolts that look like angry eyebrows. On his forehead, <laughs> yeah. And Hogan has copied this. Hogan, like, takes off the do-rag, and then you see all of this. And you're like, what is the weirdest thing? Yeah. <laughs> like, None of this sounds normal. It's... Like, you keep saying this is the weirdest thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Jack. I agree. Like, each all of step it. is just like, who is thinking of it's, any of this? It's like, really like, jarring to see like, Hogan without a mustache. The, I mean, the thing it that is. you guys find is so weird, like, there's already been a sumo monster truck fight. On a roof. They of murdered a someone, supposedly. But you guys are real worried about the mustache. <laughs> I mean, about the about the eyebrows. That's the thing that you seem like. <laughs> this is, Look, this this is the bridge right too far. Hold on. Really they didn't murder up. anyone. Hogan took off the red and yellow. He never takes off the red and yellow, Matt. He never takes off the red and yellow. I didn't know. Matt. They didn't murder anyone. He came back. All right. <laughs> but they didn't know that yeah, until they I... came back, man. My favorite thing <laughs> is, like, you can't blame any of this on Good Idea McMahon. No. <laughs> no. This was all this was all Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. Was Kevin Sullivan. Okay, so he's got he's got he's got these eyebrows that, that yeah. look that look like he's been electrified and angry. Mm-hmm. What what happens? Okay, so they start fighting. Uh and then uh Eventually, there starts to be some interference. Jimmy Hart, uh, who is Hogan's manager, uh, his famous manager, turns on Hogan and uh, knocks out the referee like a real son of a bitch. Yeah. And um, so then chaos ensues. Um, But oh, remember that iceberg? Yeah. Oh boy. Gear up. Okay. Because Hope. Hogan's the in a Yeti, b- the Yeti, right? <laughs> the Yeti. 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 <laughs> so Hogan uh Hogan is in a bear hug and then out comes the Yeti. And <laughs> and the Yeti is a mummy essentially. Yes. Looks like a mummy. Uh is walking out basically with his arms kind of out like a mummy. <laughs> he is a mummy. That's <laughs> He's a mummy. He's a called mummy. the Yeti. Is he okay, a continue. Is he I'm, a big dude, or is he just like like a real tiny? So that's the tall. thing. He, he is, is a tall guy. 
Um, the do we guy, know who that is? Yeah, uh, it's uh, Reese from. Do you remember Reese from Raven's Flock? Uh, vaguely, yeah. Okay, so it's Reese from Raven's Flock. I think he was briefly in the WWF, maybe in the Oddities. Oh yeah, that would. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another show. Uh. Uh. I love your. Uh, and just like looked at me. Uh, I don't know why I looked at you, but you. Were, I just was like, ah. Oh, and then I look up, and you're just smiling at me. You brighten my day up, Jack. All right. Aww, thanks, so Aww. the Yeti comes out. Which, uh, by the way, like I'm going to reserve judgment, but that's not what a Yeti is. No, um, a Yeti. I mean, a Yeti isn't a thing. Well, for I. But the Yeti. I'd like to say. I'd like to say that Yeti sounds. Vaguely racist. I don't I, know why. And that's the thing. They spell it Yeti, Y E T I, but yet when he comes out, the announcers are like, It's the Yeti! It's the Yeti! Uh, there's a little, there's a little like, little, like an asterisk mark or something like over the eye. Yeah. There's like, like, it's a little, little so, umlaut or something. So I don't know. The Yeti, the guy playing the Yeti is already taller than, uh, than the giant actually. Like, ju- like they're about the same height or he's like slightly taller. They put lifts in him, and then the wrap is going higher above his forehead to make him look even taller. Because that's the other big thing is they're yeah. like, he's taller than the giant. Um, so he helps, well, says he's helping the giant with this bear hug on Hogan. So they basically make a Hogan sandwich. and uh, A hoagie. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, and then, oddly, <laughs> this guy just looks like a burn victim. Yeah, like honestly, yeah, <laughs> it looks it looks like they had to bandage. So up, this so. mummy comes up and basically just kind of starts humping Hulk Hogan gently, and then Hogan goes <laughs> good night into a sweet slumber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he was humped till sleepiness. Basically, yep. okay, that happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> What? No, am I? They, am I wrong here? No, right. that I, that that's pretty much how I fall asleep every night. Yeah, but boom. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I I believe this is the only appearance of the Yeti. They quickly turn him into, uh, I believe, super giant ninja, and put him what? in a ninja mask. <laughs> WCW right. had some real weird choices. W- WCW even had a. I think we've talked about this on the show too. Glacier. Yeah, Sub-Zero. <laughs> Glacier was a Sub-Zero knockoff. They even had commercials like on regular television like, Glacier is coming to to uh, WCW, and everyone's like, they did it for months, and all of a sudden he comes out, and it's just straight-up knockoff of Sub-Zero, and <laughs> people hated him. They had people like Disco Inferno, who was being, uh, it was like his debut in these Nitro episodes that I was watching. Oh, Disco. They're pushing him hardcore. He got a lot of screen time every week, and it was only an hour show then. WCW was uh, the anything that was made famous by another company or something else they did. Uh, there was meant Kiss had their own wrestler. Yes, oh, the Misfits yeah. had their yeah. own wrestler. That was brief. Oh Very yeah. Brief. Didn't they just like it, they weren't even creative with it? Wasn't it just like the Kiss wrestler? Yeah, yeah. It was the Kiss monster or something. Yeah, and and uh, you know who else is a Kiss monster? Me. Oh god. Oh, nice. you devil, you. All right. <laughs> uh, I forgot about Disco Inferno. 
This this guy, this guy, you mentioned him for a second. I'm like, I forgot about this dude. D- I've totally seen him. WCW has some of the dumbest ideas and some of the uh, – their storylines are just like, what and is going on? Were they on? structured the same way? Were they structured the same way like the people who – who are the wrestlers create their own characters or were no. they, did they have really have a top down thing where like, I'm going to be this person. It could be a little bit of both. Yeah. They had a lot of guys who had like creative control who were like the higher up people like Hogan and stuff who like have complete control over what they do. Uh, but yeah, I think they just had like their creative team came up with all the so other I, I, ideas. I heard about uh, their thiefing <laughs> team. There's that pretty much. Yeah. What you guys were I mean, I, I've even heard about how they, Somehow bought the character for Gorgeous George. Uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage bought it and wanted his brother to be it. And his brother, okay wrestler. Didn't his brother have like some serious problems or something? I don't know. I don't but remember. The genius. L- Lanny, Lenny Popo? L- Lanny Poffo. Poffo. Yeah. And uh, so they, they he's like, sign him, to, sign him to a contract. Oh, yeah. And he, he they signed <laughs> him on, to like. sign my brother. They signed him to like a four-year, hundred fifty thousand dollar a year contract, and uh, then they're like, "We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to use this guy." We, <laughs> so they literally gave him that much money to just sit on his ass at home, <laughs> and he just cashed the checks, and they they paid him. It was guaranteed contract, uh, but they didn't use him at all. And then they are like, "Well, we can't." We can't use this character on anyone else, even though we have it, because then Savage will get mad and pull out. They're like, oh, wait, Savage's girlfriend is a wrestler. Let's make her Gorgeous George. <laughs> so Gorgeous George was a female wrestler that was dating Savage, and that was the only way that they, like, they're like, we can use her and not his brother, because they didn't <laughs> want to use his brother. But, yeah. They, they wasted... They wasted a bunch of money just because, like, I don't like him. Six hundred thousand dollars. Six hundred thousand dollars for meh. Well, because they just had to blow because it was like Ted Turner's money. And oh yeah, just throw everything. They at blew it. a lot of money. But I mean, why not use him as a different character though? I mean, you've got. I mean, he's the person, not necessarily the character, right? I mean, you, they don't we, like him. They just didn't like the. They just great? didn't like that guy. So, like his. I don't know what I'm doing here. All right. <laughs> his biggest thing was like the genius and. Like, I don't know, he was just a scholar? I, I don't know. It, like, it wasn't even, it was like a really effeminate scholar. Yeah. It was kind of like a shtick. But yes, <laughs> let's just say WCW wasted a lot of money, and we will talk about that more on another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Foreshadowing. I remember the genius. The genius. Oh. The genius will be <laughs> talked about. He would come about. out read poetry and shit, right? And like, or like, not poetry. They or would he come point. out he and would, be like, no, I'm out. a genius. I know a lot of art. You remind me of a painting. And I'm calling back my own shitty you, bit. You've got. To, I feel like I need to. You've end got to this include episode. the link to that painting you're, you're, in the description. In this you remind me of a painting. It's two. It's two skunks sixty nine in each other. I don't know. Is that a good example of what you're it's trying a great to do? Honestly, at this point, even I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our show this week. Thank you so much, Brandon, uh, uh, for for telling that awesome story. Yeah, thanks. That was so fucking fun. I loved it. All right, I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 
Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And in your picture. And your home address. Home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.